Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and today we're talking about who are you selling to? You've basically got two situations here. You're either aiming at somebody but missing, or you're aiming and you're managing to hit those ideal customers. So you're already honing in and you're already getting in front of those ideal customers and converting them into paying clients. And that's the kind of, you know, sort of two very broad situations we're talking about here. You're either hitting or you're missing. Either way, getting to know your your ideal customer better will help you generate more sales. And that's what we're going to be going through on this week's podcast. But first of all, a quick update for you on Selling Without Sleaze. Um, It's one of those fortunate moments where I've actually done a bit of forward planning. So um, this time last week, I recorded the rest of this podcast. And then this is what I do sometimes when I'm super organized. And then I insert an update um, later on. Um, for that particular week because well you never know what's going to happen and as you well know as a small business and things can happen and change quite quickly and so I was like well I don't know what's going to be happening this time next week so I can't do an update for it and so I'd recorded uh, both uh, the previous episode and this episode uh, back to back in one session and then I insert this update later Um, as it happens um, this doesn't happen very often (laughs) because normally things get in the way and I only have a finite amount of time to record just one podcast but I was like yeah you know what I'm going to get ahead I'm going to have one in the bank and then that way you know you never know we're always one week ahead and if anything happens and there's less pressure as it happens uh, this week well last, this weekend was quite messy um i unfortunately had to have my uh, beloved um horse put to sleep um so i had got him as my 21st birthday present um so my mum's horse at the time uh, we used to live on a small farm um so it was you know keeping a horse was like keeping a sheep um it was really straightforward and easy <laughs> and so for my 21st birthday present my parents um gave me a foal well technically a fetus um because he wasn't born till the following year and uh that was was dante and he was with me for 17 years um i put him out on loan briefly whilst i was pregnant with clara um but other than that it had just been me and him um fortunately he got a long-term injury um, which caused some problems with his back legs and so we had to make the decision uh, to, to put him to sleep which obviously was really really upsetting um, quite impressed with myself that I haven't got upset um, even just retelling the story but it just goes to show you know you might not be, relate, be able to relate to horses or even pets in general but life sometimes happens and unexpected things happen and they crop up and that's meant that you know my head hasn't been in a great place um deciding on a topic and then recording a topic for the podcast um would have been um you know I'd have done it but it it wouldn't have been as good as what you're about to hear uh and so I I feel really fortunate that I did that bit of forward planning last week and then definitely although I'm going to eat into that um that buffer that I've created already um you know I had created it so you know it's just a bit of a note that these things can happen and so you know it makes sense when you can Um, to create a bit of a buffer for yourself so you can continue to be consistent which I regularly bang on about um, whilst you know managing um, other stuff that's going on in your life and and potentially giving yourself a a bit bit of a break so um, so that's that bit of a learning there Um, following on from that I do have a little bit of an update for you Um, the funnel work 
is going is being done um, in house. So we were we working we were working with some external guys. Um, they were just really really slow. The turnaround slow, and and this can be the the frustration with people when they work remotely. When you're tapping into a resource, which is a good resource, um, but a resource that's shared between you know many. Um, it can be the person who is the most awkward who gets the uh, things done the, the fastest. And so, you know, avoiding being that difficult person um, means that, you know, you, you're not getting things driven through as quickly. Being that difficult person and you're still on it and it's still very time consuming to be chasing somebody to do their work. So the decision was made last week um, after over a month of, of toing and froing with minor tweaks that weren't tweaked. Um, I think I, I've already elaborated on the, the version where um, the it looks like somebody's doing a sex act. Well, that continues. Um, that was continuing to be there. They were clearly very um, set on that individual um, in that photo. And so, you know, that wasn't changed. Things weren't being changed. The timescales were really poor. And we want to get this out and going. Um, it's been waiting long enough. We are behind time as far as, you know, the 28th of May was the aim for all this. So we have been working super, super hard in-house to get this done. And um, one of the team, Jacob, who also does all the editing uh, for the podcast, has done a stunning job so far um, with the rest of the guys working on different elements, um, ads, ad copy, etc., etc. So it's been a real team effort, which is really lovely. From my side of things, I've been keeping up the organic. I've been working on um, some of the um, interview stuff that I've been working with people, both um, I've got exciting interviews coming up for the podcast, um, but i am also um, been ramping up um, the speaking approaches. I've been working with some guys on that. Um, and <laughs> the book has a riding gloss form, for those of you which have seen it on Facebook. A mixed mixed bag of, of responses on whether it's gloss or matte, but I, I do think I'm going to be going with the gloss, but watch this space for confirmation. Lots of feedback on, you know, the matte looks better, etc., etc. But I was after a book that has a bit of longevity um, that people can refer back to, um, and that stands sort of the test of time. The matte doesn't tend to do that. You tend to get mucky fingerprints all over it, even if your fingers weren't mucky when you originally touched it, um, which is, yeah, magical in itself. So um, it would make sense that the gloss, it does look better, the edges do look sharper, but also it, um, it, it's going to, yeah, it's going to have a bit more staying power. Um, and look better for longer and um, I'm doing lots and lots of video creation at the moment um, thankfully uh, I've um, had a bit of a respite the last couple of days it's obviously not something that I've done all that much of um, and definitely not something that I enjoy stroke thrive on um, but I'm developing you know yes I'm not in my comfort zone um, but all that growing does happen outside of your comfort zone which was the topic for last week and also about growing but also um, you know something that I have to remind myself about because yes it does not come easily um, I'm re-recording once again my uh, my webinar for the funnel after this uh, this update so yes a, a, a quite a significant amount of work ahead of me again um, because yes it is it is a lot to, to work through um, but I want to get it it doesn't have to be perfect I'm going with that 70% like my old manager used to say but um, that 70%, yeah, it's still not quite there at 70. So yeah, work in progress. So the funnel should be up and running by um, Monday next week. So by the time I do the next podcast, um, which won't be in the bank, I will hopefully be able to say to you, my ads are live. Yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, that will be the phrase that comes out of my mouth for next week's update. So leaving you with the rest of this week's podcast, enjoy Hopefully you can figure out 
using this podcast, who you are selling to and, and how you're wanting to approach them. The vast majority of people that I speak to have an issue with who they are targeting. So they're either getting the wrong people on the phones, they are getting the wrong people into into their business and working with them, or they're, they're just not getting the volume of people through. They're not resonating with enough people, they're not getting in front of enough people. And so it, it tends to be the ideal client being the, the main thing that is, is, is going wrong. And it would I would say that it's definitely the, the area of biggest difficulty for my ideal customers um, and for the people that I work with and, and I attract and and I enjoy that's fine I enjoy working with these people I enjoy attracting people who are still struggling to to really hone in on who their ideal customer is and get those people on a consistent basis and you know you're obviously if you're sat there thinking well yeah you know I, I do sometimes get total pains in the bum clients then you know you're not alone in that you you may still be hitting the ideal client's target nine out of ten times you're always going to get the odd one you're going to get ones which appear to be ideal and then it's only when you start working with them that you realize that they're not and and either you know your approaches your behaviors aren't aligned aligned or actually you know that that isn't the problem that isn't something that you can help them with etc etc and there's only so much you can do during the sales process it's a bit like dating if dating was perfect and it gave you all the information you needed and a crystal ball to see into the future and how you're going to respond to that too then you know the divorce rates would be a lot lower we're liking it obviously to dating you guys not encouraging you to marry your customers what I tend to do with clients when they come on board, the first thing I get them to do is to provide me with way more information than they were expecting to have to provide me with regarding their ideal customer. At the moment, I'm on 24 questions, 24 key questions that I get them to answer about their ideal customer. And that is designed not to be painful and laborious and put them off working with me, um, but it is to get a real insight, a real good understanding of your ideal customer because so many of the different modules that people work through with me um, are reliant on decent information decent ideal customer details so i can't do all 24 um it wouldn't be right for paying customers to do all 24 to be honest because you know they've paid me for that insight they've paid me for that information but what i can do for you is i can go through top level without the guidance the starters for four okay so the first four that i would get people to to sort of consider and significant to some of the decisions you'll then go on to make regarding positioning structure of messaging etc and they are the age stroke life situation so i've tried to encompass more than one in there and, and show you what i'm getting at so what stage in life are they at now you can't tell me that you would communicate with a 60 year old in the same way as a 16 year old okay you can't tell me that they're both going to be hanging out on tiktok the vast majority of people you know you can limit it down to an age category of, of around 10 years you know if you think about it we think about life and where people are at in their late 30s um, early 40s people are thinking about or having children when they're in their 50s they've got older children relating to that person talking to them in the language that they understand and that they can relate to talking to them about their life and relating to their life and where they're at is very different it's very different within those age ranges so you know it's very important that you think hey you know what who do I enjoy working with and that's the thing is is I've had clients who've said I make the most impact with this set of clients but actually I don't want to work with them because I find it depressing it's a drain I find it too tough to do that day in day out I can't give that much 
Um, it takes too much from me. And so we've looked at, okay, well, who can you have an impact for? Who doesn't drain you in such a way? Who you can maintain that level of, of energy with? And so it's important to understand that and recognize that there's nothing wrong with that. Your most needy clients are going to also be your most needy clients. Yeah, the ones that need you the most are also going to be the ones that need the hand-holding the most, need the most energy, need the most input, and, and probably don't have the same finances to support that need. And so that's really important that you, you bear that in mind and, and think about all those factors. Otherwise, you're going to end up working yourself into the ground for very little think about that one second number two is their interests where are they basically where do they hang out if we don't know where they hang out then how are we going to get in front of them you could have the best messaging in the world but if you don't have that messaging in front of the right people it's going to be lost yeah thinking about sowing the seeds yeah throwing the seeds on good ground putting it on rocky ground you know it's the same thing if you put that information out in the wrong environment it's not going to grow it's not going to develop it's not going to provide you with the leads you are looking for number three is how much do they know about you okay now it's a good thing to understand where are they at how much do they know yeah how much are they interested in knowing do they do they know everything about me in which case i I can cut out the introductions or do i need to start with the basics yeah how much information are they wanting to know about what I do and the ins and outs of, of the, the magic that I create. And it's understanding who who are you, who ideally are you aiming at here? It doesn't have to be who are you doing, you know, who, who, who you're attracting at the moment. It might be who you're aspiring to attract. It might be, yeah, I like elements of who I'm attracting at the moment, but I could do a little tweak here and there. Yeah, it's keeping all those elements in mind. And why do they want what you have? What is going on for them? What has happened to them to put them in a position where they want what you have? What has changed? What has escalated? What moment, aha, light bulb moment has occurred in order to get them to the position where they're actually in a position to to, to consider buying from you? They might not be, you know, money in hand. Um, It depends what your ideal customer is and what they look like and, and what situation they're in. Um, but it might be the fact that they are considering it. And if they're considering it, then why are they considering it? Why now? Um, you know, lots of people will work in the fitness industry and they've been working with people who have got fat, not overnight, but gradually. And it's like, why is one day become, you know, the, the, the day where they decide to make a change? Why wasn't it yesterday? Why isn't it in three months time? So understanding that you can, it's all about, again, the messaging and the relating to them is is the messaging is going to be different for somebody who it's just dawned on because they've looked in the mirror and realized they don't like what what's looking back at them that's going to be different to the person who you know has had um, a a medical emergency where they've realized that actually if they don't do something about what they eat and how much they exercise they're going to end up um you know in in serious trouble and potentially you know have a shorter life it's understanding where that person's at, communicating with them in that way, you know, using that example, if you were to say to the person who's you know, looked in the mirror and isn't overly happy with themselves, oh yeah, you know, in, in, in 10 years time, what are your family going to do without you? And they're going to be like, what on earth? Um, but if, you know, if that's what's on the mind of the person who's had that um, medical diagnosis or um, medical advice, then um, they're going to be like, yeah, you know what, you're, you're right. What? How are they going to feel? And because that's relevant to them right now, I hope that makes sense. A bit morbid, I appreciate. Answer those. And when you've, you've done that, what else do you need or want to know and learn about your customer 
to enable you to get in front of them, to sell to them more effectively, to meet their need more effectively. Because it's not just about the actual process um, of selling to them, but it's about actually then you know the implementation the actual delivery um, of that so that they're in a position where um, they are able to experience how good you are at what you do um, and then they can go off and, and not only you know are they happy that they've parted with their money to get that experience um, or that outcome but they're also wanting to, to share that experience with others without further ado guys I'm going to leave it there for today but the key questions, just to recap, are what's their age and life situation? What are their interests? Where are they? Where do they hang out? How much do they know about you? And why do they want what you have? If you can understand that, you can create a really decent foundation for your ideal customer, about your ideal customer, that you can then build upon. For those of you who, at the beginning, I said, you know, you're already homing in and you're already getting that ideal customer. But if you can answer those questions, brilliant. But I bet you you can think of some questions that you wouldn't mind answering. I bet you would, you know you could actually benefit from writing those answers down and and having them you know written in, having them you know consolidated and solidified, um, so that you can refer back to them. Um, this is something which is ongoing, guys. So it's not a case of yeah, I've done it now. That's it, job done. Your you know your business will evolve over time. Your product offerings will change. Your ideal customer will more than likely change. The industry may change. They may develop themselves. Are you wanting to go on a journey with your customers? In which case, they're always evolving and you're always evolving. Because if you don't grow, then you're dying. If you're not growing, then you're dying. Um, which was the uh, was the title of last week's podcast. So keep those elements in mind. Help them direct you. Keep this up to date. Keep referring back to it and use it to help guide you with your messaging, with where you're hanging out, with what you're with who you're hanging out with, to enable you to generate a more reliable route to your ideal customer i hope that's helped guys thanks for listening happy selling bye for now thanks for listening to the selling without sleeves podcast if you enjoyed this episode please head over to itunes or stitcher or wherever you are listening from to leave us a review it's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it